All right. Ready? Yeah. Do a little, little clappy. Oh. One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me first. You have to do it together. <laughs> Sorry. All right. One. <laughs> Dana, focus. <laughs> I'm not professional. Sorry. Get it together. I need. All right. You can't screw this up for me. Okay. Last tangent okay. before we is start. It, is it three, two, one, clap, or three, two, clap? Three, two, one, clap. Come on. Okay. 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 Three, two, one. You suck. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, future Jenna here popping in with some trigger warnings. In this episode, there are just a couple of things that we talk about that I wanted everyone to be aware of. So there is brief mention of alcohol and jokes of bullying, but more so than that, we do go not incredibly in-depth, but we do discuss the COVID-19 virus that's going around right now, including the quarantine, the shutdown, cancellations, all of that. Uh, So keep that in mind. And we do discuss books related to the Black Lives Matter movement. So if those are not things you are okay hearing, if those are not going to be healthy topics for you, go ahead and turn this off. Otherwise, let's get into the show. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our book club style podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dana. And I'm Jenna. Two high school friends reconnecting for the joys of reading. Now, our tastes and opinions may vary when it comes to a good book, but sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> we just might be on the same page. All right, yes, welcome back, and welcome. This is our first ever check-in episode. Once a month, Dana and I will be here discussing what our next book discussion will be, why we chose it, and what else we are reading and watching, and if we will recommend those. But first, Dana, to start us off, what you drinking? Uh, I am drinking the very original, the very healthy H2O. <laughs> You're such a dweeb. <laughs> I, water. I'm very, You're drinking I'm, water. <laughs> I'm very boring tonight. <laughs> I guess. God. I think I was in high school the last time someone said H2O in place of water. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, I I, ha- I had coffee earlier for the first time in like a year, and <laughs> it really gave me the jitters. And so I was like, I I can't do soda or juice tonight. I was like, just just give me some plain water. Hey, water's good. I'm not dissing water. I just think you could call it water. Dissing my pronunciation of water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I have some rosé because I've decided that two thirty in the afternoon during quarantine is an acceptable time to drink wine. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. Hey, it sure is. It is past um, it for me. <laughs> there so. you go. Yeah, it's late. I'm I'm just gonna go off of uh, your time zone for my. Oh yeah. My for 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 those who don't know, currently I am actually living in Germany, so I am nine hours ahead for where my family lives, but eight hours ahead for where Jenna's at. Yeah, my husband is in the military, and so we are currently in El Paso, Texas. Ooh. Um, yeah. So, but we originally met in Washington, which I think. We we both still think more of as home, I would say. Of course. But I will actually be back in the States in less than two weeks, so then we will finally be so at a closer exciting. a yeah. closer <laughs> We'll be at one time. hour instead of <laughs> tons. All right, so 
Do you want to start us off with what we are reading this month for September? Uh, yeah, well, well, it is actually your first solo choice. Yes, yes. Uh, the original idea when we started this was that each month we would switch off who was picking the book that we would choose. And there will be some months like uh, last month where we will kind of pick one together. But this month, I got to pick... I was I was a little scared at the title, oh, and gosh. to be and to be completely honest, I forgot what it was about until I got my copy because <laughs> yeah. I remembered it was like he messaged me. He goes, <laughs> "Okay, so this is this is a book that we're reading. Are you sure? Yeah, we're going with this one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, what's it about? Will you send me the information for a third time? I'm like, just buy the book, read the back cover. <laughs> yeah, and I read the back cover. And it actually sounded not too bad off of the back cover. <laughs> not that I didn't take her advice whatsoever or, oh, or trust sure. her. It was just the fact that I, I think I had, because basically when you described it, in my head I mm. went, rom-com on pages. But when I actually read the back, I was like, oh yeah, rom-com on pages. I like a good rom-com every <laughs> once and again. <laughs> so to catch everyone else up, this month we are reading The Bromance Book Club by mm. Alyssa K. Adams. And this time we're... On the same cover. No yes, one has we actually a horrible... have the same uh, <laughs> edition this time. It's easier because this is a much newer release than you was. Mm. So it's easier to get the same release of it. Surprising with how quick because there's also three books in the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the second one just came out a couple months ago. So since the back cover was <laughs> such a lovely discovery for you, do you want to read it for us? Sure, I will. The first rule of book club, you don't talk about book club. Gavin Scott's marriage is trouble. The Nashville Legends baseball star has recently discovered a humiliating secret. His wife Thea has always faked the big O. His reaction to the revelation is the final straw for their already strained relationship. Thea asks for a divorce and Gavin realizes he's let his pride and fear get the better of him. Welcome to the Bromance Book Club. Distraught and desperate, Gavin finds help from an unlikely source a secret romance book club made up of Nashville's top alpha men. With the help of their current read, a steamy regency called Courting the Countess, the guys coach Gavin on saving his marriage. But it'll take a lot more than flowery words and grand gestures for this hapless Romeo to find his inner hero and win back the trust of his beloved wife. So scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like we said, this, pretty obviously, this was my choice this month. Um... I thought this one would be kind of fun because, again, the original idea for the podcast was that we would kind of dabble in a lot of genres, maybe not all of them, but a good number of them and have more diverse options for reading. And I tend to read a lot of romance, typically contemporary romance. I don't go for like the Regency bodice rippers like they <laughs> are reading in this book very frequently. But I thought this would be kind of a fun way to introduce our friend Dana into the world of the contemporary romance <laughs> since it's also about men slightly being forced into reading rom-coms right well <laughs> it's very meta at the moment it is. um but yeah I, and the reason why I wasn't like I gave a little push when she discussed it because she brought it up with um with our first book when we were figuring out our first book she brought it up mm -hmm. she goes this is a book i want us to read and i was like oh yeah sure and then and then it got to we <laughs> were done with me you right off <laughs> and then we got done yeah. with you then she was like so bromance book club and i was like okay and well so... you tried to 
recommend another not quite thriller but more of a fast-paced book again right right and i was like we're not gonna do that because we are gonna no no especially because spoiler alert for halloween next month we're probably going to want to read something more along the line of classic horror thriller Mm -hmm. something like that and I wasn't going to let us read three in a row three and a claim row. that we were no. going to read multiple genres. <laughs> and I completely understood that. My, my issue was that because, I, because I'm about to tr- travel overseas, I brought four books when I first moved here. And <laughs> I was supposed enough. to read those books. And then if I got more, it would be fine. I bought like over 10 more books. So I was like, I can't buy another book to shove into my suitcase. But then I was and like, I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. What's one more? <laughs> and so um, because I do have a second suitcase now, so it's fine. But OK, no, then what I'll... is the problem? Go buy those books. Because <laughs> <laughs> I because I got two giant board games for Christmas here. So they take up a lot. <laughs> um, but no. So I, I was totally then okay with it when I thought to myself I was like well this will get me out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. this may introduce me to other authors that I can enjoy other genres because by looking at the cover of this um we are also planning on doing a YouTube channel for if you want to actually see our lovely faces um if you are someone watching this on YouTube welcome this is what we look like yeah (laughs) and so and for those who want to you know maybe see a sort of version of it where it almost seems like a behind the scenes here you go but um for this cover for those who can see it you know i i wouldn't have touched this if i ever saw it in a barnes and noble i would have looked at it and been like nope no thank you you can't make me read this um for those who can't it's it's literally this nice artsy kind of painted look where it's kind of cartoony yeah Yeah. it's a guy's back pocket in the back pocket is the regency novel with (laughs) sticky notes in it and he's got a bouquet of flowers hiding behind his back. And I was just looking at it. I'm like, I'm like, no, thanks. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So very excited about that. Um, so right. Nick, my husband, makes fun of me a little bit. Only in jest. He, he's very sweet about it. He just kind of thinks it's funny. Um, when we go to a bookstore, he can walk directly to the end cap that he knows are going to be Jenna books <laughs> oh. and they are all very much this style. They are the kind of, of uh, pictures, but more like abstract versions of them, bright colors, <laughs> a couple of words for the title, obvious right. contemporary romance, bing, bang, boom. He goes, okay, so if I buy any of these books and bring them home to Jenna, she'll be okay with it. <laughs> she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, One thing that I thought would be fun, um, something that is very big on Instagram right now, those of you, Dana always laughs at me when I say this, those of you who maybe are part of the Bookstagram community, uh, it's just kind of the bookish side of Instagram. It's just a word I didn't know existed. (laughs) Yeah, it's a funny word for a very great community of people. And, I, and, and, and I'm, well, I'm technically a part of it now. You handle the Instagram side, yes. but I'm, I'm a part of the family by, by adjacent. Your picture is <laughs> going to be on it eventually. So welcome to Bookstagram. Um, <laughs> but something that has been going around the bookish side of Instagram lately that I thought was really cool is called the 20% review. It sounded really weird. The 20% review. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't know what happened there. It turned into a Z instead of a C. 
where basically when you are reading a book, you can stop at about 20% and see what you think of it so far if from just the first couple chapters, if you like it yet, if it's taking a bit for you to kind of get into, if you are excited to pick it back up, if you think you're not going to pick it back up. That doesn't really apply as much here because we're reading it together, um, but more on the book blog side of it. And so, Dana, you've already started reading the book for the month. Yes, I have. I haven't. So I thought it would be really interesting for you to give just a little two or three sentence, 20% review. Um, yeah, uh, to get to that, just for a little fun on a setup, uh, I was bad in the month of August. <laughs> Jenna will attest to this. Um, because yes. I had, I, I had, had to set, bully him a little bit to, to finish the book. I had set ground rules for myself, which was either a page limit or a chapter limit for a few days. Cause the, the chapters in you are short. They're like three to four pages a chapter. And so I thought, okay, this won't be too bad. I'll be able to read this, get it done by the time we want to record, and it should be fine. I put it off a few nights because I got really tired at the end of the night and was like, I can't read four pages. Happened about a week in a row, and next thing I know, I'm racing to the finish line. So much so to the point where we did not record until the day after we had planned to. I was going to say, throwing him under the bus, we had to postpone <laughs> recording because he had not finished the book yet. Although we'll see if he leaves this in. He is the one that edits. <laughs> yes, and, and, and I'm the one who edits the podcast together. Um, but then also then it was the day of recording. And, you know, I since I'm nine hours ahead, I was waiting for Jenna to be up. And she goes, all right, you ready? And I was still like, 10 chapters behind and I was 10 truly... chapters he's like oh yeah I'll be done in about an hour I'll be plenty of time before you're ready to record 10 it... chapters he was behind the day of after we had already postponed it. And, it and it took then about three more hours because I've sadly become a slow reader I for reference I read 12 books last month <laughs> So this was very frustrating for me. <laughs> Don't rub it in. Um, and so I've become a very slow reader. It's something I'm very disappointed in myself in because <laughs> I used to read a book in about a week when I was in elementary school. I loved reading and just, you know, becoming an adult, getting into college, job and all that. I, very, I put off reading, kind of put myself to, you know, movies and video games and other sources of entertainment. And I'm not your typical gamer who's like, I got to play Call of Duty with the bros. I'm not that. I, I like video games for story. We kind of discussed this hey, last time. Hey, I get time. really into Animal Crossing. So I'm basically a gamer. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> I'm not a part of the Animal Crossing community. Oh, so um, cute. <laughs> it, it, it is a cute looking game. I'll give it that. But when I play a game, I like to, and you know, I like a single player experience for the story. I'm not a person who tries to, you know, I'm going to play with the bros and we're going to do Fortnite and all of that. I, I, I that as a waste of time. So I would sacrifice one entertainment for the other. And for a while I prioritized movies and gaming. And so finally getting back into reading, my speed dropped and I was disappointed. It took me either months to read a book. Um, and sometimes even, uh, I will say there was one time I realized it took me a year to read a single book wow. because I kept distracting myself. And I'm pretty sure the book was, a. Uh, it was one of the Divergent books, I believe. Oh, really? I actually, I think I read the first one in that series. 
but I, I don't think I ever went back and read the other ones. Kind of the same They're with terrible. Hunger Games. I only ever read the first one. No. Uh, do Hunger Games recommend uh, Divergent? Sucks. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it gets it's such worse. a fun idea for a story. Oh, that makes me sad. I'll get into that after after my lead up. But uh, basically, so then I told myself for this book, I'm not going to fall behind. The mm-hmm. whole point of this was that I'm going to get out of that slow slump. So I did the math. 15 pages a day until our recording day. Fine. Uh, and then my rule was that if the 15 pages ended in the middle of a chapter, I'd finish that chapter. So I'd be mm-hmm. ahead, actually. Uh, first four days I missed. Dana, Dana, Dana. But then I sat down and I forced myself to go. So I'm, I'm a good while in. Uh, the book's only 339 pages. I'm on page 61. Hey. So I'm um, okay. Chapter 6. Nice. So a lot better. Um, so for my 20% review, I'll have to say that I'm enjoying the setup. I'm enjoying the idea and the layout of this rom-com. Uh, there are moments where I have just giggled my ass off because it was actually pretty funny. Um, I have I heard that say, about this one. I'm really excited. But I don't have a lot of sympathy for the our hero right now. <gasps> oh no, don't tell me that. I don't know. Just as of right now, a few chapters in, he's kind of a douche. Well, I <laughs> mean, so I th- the back cover does talk about how it is a book club for alpha males, and I don't yes. tend to seek out people who uh, call themselves, call alpha, themselves males. alpha males. <laughs> so that might be part of it. But And that's the thing, is it's like the friends so far, and so I don't go into it because we'll save it for our discussion episode, but mm-hmm. the friends so far... Yeah, very few details at this point, especially since I haven't read it yet. Yeah, they seem a little more likable at the moment, okay. but just just kind of, it's because the main character has a very defeatist attitude. He's very much having a hard time believing that this is what's going to help him save his marriage. And so five chapters in, they're about to do the first test and the first wave of, all right, we're going to get you back into her, her train of thoughts and we're going to start getting this forward. All right, but, focus, Dana. Do you right. like it so far? Would you so far recommend it? <laughs> As of right now, I, I recommend the concept. The character is a little hard to stick with. Okay. Interesting. But uh, I, I do like her writing style. Um, she's very sassy as an author. And love so uh, I do love that her attitude comes out to this. And, sent, and uh, the last thing I'll give is because even though we're supposed to be following him, when it does kind of come in with the wife, she'll kind of switch back of who's, almost whose mentality the narrator is following. So you actually get to feel like the wife is not secondary, like the back cover makes it. She's very much a main character too. Awesome. I love that. So, so far, I'm intrigued to keep going, but the hook is a loose hook. (laughs) As as I guess the best thing I So you're caught, but you're not caught I'm not real. A in. crazy amount. You're like you're right. holding on, but only with a couple fingers. I'm the, nibbling, the but the hook isn't in my lip. <laughs> sure. Oh yes, fishing jokes. Come for the book content, stay for the fishing humor. I don't fish. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Next, we'll start making golf puns, and I will be lost. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so. Like we said, I have not started reading the book yet. I actually, I've been kind of behind on my reading the past couple days, um, just (sighs) in general. I know, who even am I? (laughs) But again, I read a lot last month, so I'm kind of giving myself a few days to feel pretty good about that. And this weekend, basically all I'm doing is reading. Very excited about it. 
same uh i'm actually uh because since i'm leaving germany soon and i currently with, live with my grandparents uh while doing so they want to take me to meet my grandmother's sister who i've never met oh. so my great aunt and so we're leaving early in the morning for that and i guess it's like a three-hour car ride so this is all i'm going to be doing for that car ride excellent also, so. highly recommend uh, choosing an audiobook to maybe do. I don't know. I have trouble trying to read for long stretches of time in the car. I, I just I get headaches. Be, I used to be able to do it a lot. It, it threw my mom off. Um, we, we talked earlier a little before we started about how me and my mom read Twilight together. Mm-hmm. and My mom I and think, I did too. It was a yeah, rite I of think... passage for kids <laughs> our age. Well, it was funny for me because it was... Uh, well, it was sixth grade when the phenomenon hit mm. and I saw I always all forget these people... that you're a year younger than me. I yep, was yep. seventh grade girl, like the target demographic <laughs> for Twilight. Well, it was, why it was funny is because it was at lunch. I saw all these people reading this book, this, these girl hands with an apple. And I was wondering <laughs> what the obsession was. I think the teaser trailer had come out and it was very obscure. And they're like, they're turning it into a movie. And I was like, okay, what is this book? Everyone is reading. They're like, it's a vampire book. I'm like, Oh, awesome. And Badass. so, <laughs> so sounds I, like a monster book. I, I went to a, not a barn, a borders. When oh, those I existed. Miss borders. I went to a borders and bought it with my mom. I had the horrible movie cover and uh, which was just all their angsty teen faces and, <laughs> and started reading it, realizing it's a romance. And I was like, I didn't realize that all the people I saw reading this book were girls. And so I did technically start reading it in seventh grade, but I think I picked it up the summer after sixth grade. Sure. And so we went to a trip one time to Seattle and I was reading, I think the fourth book in the car and my mom had finished the series before me and she was in the back seat with me because we were there with a lot of family and she looked over at me reading. She goes, how can you do that? And I was like, what? I'm just reading it. And when she even just looked at the page of the book in my lap, she went, huh, and turned away because she just, she couldn't. See, I don't get nauseous. When I was younger, I used to be able to read in the car and every once in a while, if it is all I'm doing, I can try and focus and maybe for an hour or two, but just in general, I have issues for long car rides. I just get really bad headaches or I start to fall asleep. So my poor husband, I am the worst road trip buddy ever because <laughs> I sleep through them. Uh, I, I will say the same um, depending on the road trip. Uh, I had a friend once who tried to get me to listen to all of Hamilton oh, on a classic. long road trip because I, I had not listened to it yet and everyone was overhyping it for me. And so I was sure. like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. So then we got in the car and, and the friend was like, hey, we can finally listen to all of Hamilton. <laughs> we like, have enough time to listen to both discs. I was like, sure. And so they put on their iPod, they they turned it on. And I think I paid attention to about half, honestly. But there oh, were a few. Dana. There were a few that caught my attention. I did. <laughs> there were a few songs I was like, hell yeah, this is it. But yeah, if I read in the car now, I think at most just after maybe a couple of chapters or a, a couple, you know, maybe in the 20s of pages, maybe I'll get a little dizzy and I'll just take a break. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I was a fiend. I could read through a, like, you know, a, a quarter of a book Kids in the car. Kids practically I... <laughs> indestructible. It's wild. So while we're on the subject, do we want to move on to what we've been reading and watching lately? See if we have uh... a couple of recommendations maybe not related to what we're reading for the podcast 
I think you could start first because I know you're definitely reading stuff that's not uh, what I, we've planned. That's why I included reading and watching, <laughs> Dana. That's well, just well, for no, you. No, that too, because we'll get to that. But it's only because I do have a book I've chosen for my personal read. But oh. because I, I fell behind a little bit starting Bromance Book Club, I told myself I have to finish that first before I'm allowed to start my personal read. When we do more books, I'll be able to stick to my, you know, whatever pages a day and then read both books at once. But I'm a guy who's never read multiple books at the same time, so this will be a new endeavor for me, see if I can focus on it. Um, So I'm going to test this when, if I think I've gotten to a good spot with Bromance Book Club, I'll start it. But since I know you've read something, what you got? Okay. So one of them that I thought would be fun to talk about is actually one that I'm currently reading, so I'm not quite done with it yet. I'm about two-thirds of the way through it, I would say. Um, And it's called Alone Together, Love, Grief, and Comfort in the Time of COVID-19. So, yes. So this is not necessarily a book that I would have picked up on my own, at least right now, just because Dana and I have spoken a little bit about it just separately between us. Um, I have some issues with anxiety, and especially right now, I know that's really hard for a lot of people. And so I'm not in taking too, too much media relating to this virus, at least at the moment, just because it's not been great for me mental health-wise. But this is one that I was on the book tour for my blog, uh, and it's actually really interesting. It's done in a really interesting way, and so I don't have a copy of this one to hold up because I'm reading it on my Kindle. Um, But any books or shows or whatever that we talk about we will put the name and author, if it's applicable, in the description. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you hear something that sounds really interesting, you want to look something up, go ahead and check that description and we'll put it in there. And so this one is actually a collection of short stories, poems, and essays from various different authors on their experience with COVID-19. You know, there are some stories of authors who have family members near them that have caught it. Some even have caught it themselves. Some are just kind of sitting on the inside and watching it happen like a lot of us are. So it's really interesting. I would say it's maybe not a book for everyone to pick up right now, just because some of the stories can be a little bit difficult to read. Um, There are some stories talking about just having lost loved ones. But overall, if you... I know, again, my husband, he, when there's a problem, he wants to learn everything that he can about it so that he feels better prepared to handle it. If you're someone like that, I think this is a really great way to kind of look at it from a different point of view uh, rather than just listening to the news and looking at numbers and headlines online and things like that. And one thing, let me pull this up. So... There's, again, stories, uh, essays, and poems from 76 authors in this book. Um, Mm. So if you buy the print book, so a physical copy, there's only 55. Uh, And then if you buy either the audiobook, I believe, or for sure the ebook version, there's an additional 21. So there's 76 total. Uh, And one thing that I really loved if I can pull this up here, is... Okay, yeah. So all of 
the proceeds from this book, or at least a good portion of them, are going towards charity working specifically for the book community right now. Obviously, with the shutdown, a lot of books aren't being purchased by publishers that may have been originally authors. Book tours are being canceled, you know, things like that. And so, uh, all net profits will be donated to the Book Industry Charitable Foundation, which I just thought was really cool. And all of the nice. authors, the publisher, and the book distributor are all donating their time for this book. So oh, wow. the amount that they are going to be able to donate by the end of this should be really substantial, which I just think is really awesome. And for those of you interested, this one, I believe, published this last Tuesday, whatever day that was. I want to say it was the 31st. No, it would have been the 1st. Yeah, it published this last Tuesday on the 1st and is available now. If you want to read some stories, maybe just have something to look back on later once hopefully this dies down a little bit or in a mm -hmm. couple of years, um, or if you just want to support that foundation and the cause, I think it's a, it's a really good one. Lots of industries are suffering right now. Yep. I mean, I mean that, that that's really nice to hear that something like that can be done right now in this time because you know w with us being artists <laughs> um, the fact that the career options and things that we have chosen or we have grown up doing are kind of limited in this time yet you do see that people are relying on artists as the place to go to lighten their spirits in these yeah. times so it's good to see that there's going to go some proceeds to some of that yeah um for me, unless so anyway, that was others? that is my main current read right now. I have, I always have a couple of books that I'm reading at a time. Usually, uh, one each in a format. So like, I'll have an audio book, a physical book, and an audio book. Dana's laughing at me. For those I of you who can't that. see I him, can't do that. <laughs> it's just that's that's insane to me. I I, I would I, I can't split my brain three ways like that. I would lose track. I can try the two. But I don't think I could do it like that. I try to keep them different genres as part of it, too. Um, that helps. So my other main current read right now, I won't go nearly as in-depth with this one, but I'm reading Supermaker, if you can see it, by Jamie Schmidt. I take off the dust covers when I read. I don't know if that's something nope, other people I do, do too, too, but the dust covers here, it looks like this. Um, okay. Basically, it's her story taking her small business and how she turned it into something huge for those of you who don't know including dana probably who's looking at me uh like he's very confused <laughs> uh jamie schmidt the author is the creator of schmidt's deodorant huh yeah all, all natural deodorant um was a big thing for her she started selling it at farmers markets in portland and whatnot and i have a small etsy shop as well so it's just been a really interesting read for me um okay kind of getting to see what she did in those first couple of years, what turned it into something that you can find at Target and Walmart and all of these big shops. And nice. It's just really cool. So that is all for my current reads that I'll share. I have a couple that I've read recently, if we want to go into mm -hmm. those after you talk about your next read. But. Uh, yeah, so my personal read for fun. So I've chosen... <laughs> it is... Uh, a DC story, a DC comic story as a novel. Of course it is. Well, I have some... Okay, so fine, <laughs> set up. I um, should have guessed that. 
You well, should have said, the, I'm going to try reading two books at once. And I should have said, oh, is it Marvel or DC? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I am a huge Marvel fan. I am a huge mm. Star Wars fan. Just easy staples. DC, not as much as Marvel, except for the character whose book I'm reading. Mm. Anyway, uh... No, so August 22nd, I don't know if you were aware of this, uh, they did something called DC Fandome. Did you hear of this at all? I don't think so. So since Comic Cons and all those conventions are canceled due to COVID, DC decided to basically create this all-day digital convention for free, watch off YouTube, watch off the website, and basically it was where they were announcing all the new DC video games, the DC movies, sequels, and all that sort of stuff. So it was like a Comic-Con from your couch, specifically for DC. So I peeked in because I knew there were some games I wanted to see, um, updates on the Flash TV show, which I'm a fan of, mm -hmm. um, and then a few movies, they announced their sequels and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, the one I was the most excited for was the very last panel, of course, which was 3 a.m. my time. Oh, <laughs> and so I stayed up and had my phone on watching it, and it was for the director of the new Batman solo movie coming out, which is starring Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. Bring it back around to Twilight. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're coming and, full circle. Yes, and the unfortunate full circle also, they just stopped filming for the second time because one person caught it, and it was him. So, but there's talks of them possibly trying to film without him because they're, you know, you can get a script done without Batman if Batman's not in the scene. So with that panel, they released a trailer. I watched it, freaked out because uh, for DC, Batman is who I can get behind. All the mm -hmm. others kind of bore me. Um, I like Wonder Woman. No, Wonder Woman's good. I actually did she's, like the Wonder Woman movie. She's my DC person. She's my girl. There you go. I actually just for my grandmother, because like I said, we've been watching a lot of movies and stuff, and we'll get into that. But I did just have her actually watch, because of my excitement for the Robert Pattinson one, the Christopher Nolan trilogy mm. with Christian Bale. And she goes, I don't like Classic. Batman. I put on Batman Begins, and she goes, when's the second one? <laughs> and so we watched them three days in a row. But because of my excitement for that Batman movie, um, I had actually bought it earlier. I already had it in the drawer. Um, but it is The Batman, The Court of Owls. It's a creepy cover. All I know, what I love is it's this, like, very brushstroke paint if you see up close. Yeah. I feel like the eyes are staring into my soul. <laughs> well, that's the point, I guess. So all I know about this story arc is that The Court of Owls is apparently like this ancient society of the rich families and how they've manipulated to stay in political power and money power. And I think it's rewritten or retconned that Batman's parents are kind of tied into it. Um, so their riches may not be clean. Um, and that they have this assassin called the Talon or something like that. So I was like, interesting. But also because Batman originated from detective comics. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the Batman movies and stuff like that, none of them really dive into Batman being like, a detective solving mysteries it's kind of he's just the crime fighter i'd say the christopher nolan ones get close to it with a few moments they kind of dip their toe into that but right they never fully explore it like there'll be something that batman takes to the bat cave they put it in the computer and like three seconds later oh now i gotta go here and kick someone's ass but that's about it the new batman movie actually shows it's going to be like a dark like serial killer thriller which hmm. i think is cool so it made me want to jump into this book sure 
And so DC does it, Batman does it, uh, not, not Batman, Marvel does it, um, where they're taking some famous comic arcs and turning them into legit prose novels mm -hmm. for people who can't really, maybe can't collect these old comics or if yeah. the comics haven't gotten a reprint. Um, so like for, for Marvel, I actually read the novel version of Civil War before the movie came out because mm -hmm. I wanted to see what the original story was like before the adaptation because I knew they were going to be drastically different. Right. And so... Um, uh, so I had started like two pages a while ago, but then I was like, no, I want to read a different book first. Um, I want to get back into that, read it, because Batman's That is boy. pretty cool, because there are definitely some people, too, who, even if a copy of the original comic were to fall into their lap magically, there yeah. are some people who comics are very out of their comfort zone, and they might feel, you know, more at home reading a novel. So that's really cool. Yeah, uh, I'd say like the closest thing to this that I read recently was um, in 2018, September of 2018, there came out this new big Spider-Man video game. Uh, of course I have it. Um, for those who don't know, I've got two tattoos of the character on my body. And you make that sound so scandalous. Like where? Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're both on my right arm. <laughs> anyway, uh, but this game was being made by a, a company who had made some games that I loved. And I was like, let's see if they pull it off. And it was just this cool original story where it changed things to be like, like this Peter Parker was older. He was already like in his prime he was the badass Spider-Man, he had some tech, and so it was like, oh, we have Spider-Man already at, like, peak level, but then something has to happen to make that peak level not seem like the peak anymore. And so it was a really good original story, um, and it opens with him taking down a villain already, and so before it came out, they released a novel that was a prequel. And so I grabbed that novel as soon as it came out, read it, and then when the game came out, I was a little disappointed in myself because I was like a few pages off from finishing it, but I was like, screw it, I gotta play the game. I, I can't finish the prequel first. And so I started Dana. playing the <laughs> I, Well, because I, I already knew how it was gonna start, so I just played the game, and then I think at work I finished the prequel, and I was like, so that's how we got to where I played five hours ago. <laughs> so, but that's about what I have for reads that book and kind of all the influences to why. Gotcha. So let's see, I will just really quickly share a couple of the books that I read last month that I enjoyed. The only one that I have in front of me right now is this one, and it is The Wife Who Knew Too Much by Michelle scandalous. Campbell. Yeah, the cover is a little bit scandalous. Um, for those of you who can't see it, it's just, it's a woman in water <laughs> who appears to probably be naked but also you only see her from the bridge of her nose to her shoulder so it's not all that scandalous no. no i was just saying it looks it kind of reminds me of um what is it ever since the the two books came out things have been like copying the style of the cover uh gone girl and the girl on the train oh sure yeah it, it's it very i mean much it's like a the same style contemporary thriller so it's very much of that style but this one I just, I found really interesting. Basically, a woman dies, surprisingly, um, very wealthy woman, and her husband immediately marries someone else, and it's kind of from, you get a couple of points of view, but it's mainly from the new wife's point of view, and kind of 
follows her into going from being a poor waitress to now being the husband of this very wealthy man and her kind of trying to figure out what happened to the previous wife like was her husband a part of it did she actually die from natural causes did she not um so it's very good uh pretty scary and there are a couple of trigger warnings i would want to say for this one so if you're interested in this one i will actually leave a link to my blog post about it in the description as well um, so that you can just take a quick peek, see if any of those trigger warnings are going to be problematic for you. Um, just cause there, there are a couple big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I read? I read the hate you give last month. Oh, okay. I finally read that one, which that book, it's not exactly something that you finish and you say, yep, I enjoyed reading that. Oh, uh, but it was so beautifully written and I, I think it, is really important, so I wanted to make sure I included that one as well. Oh, um, then we should um, we should definitely then in the future or soonish read how it went down. The the other one I've mentioned about the oh yeah yeah there's a there's a book I read in one of my college classes. Um, the theme of the class was reading young adult novels about multiple POVs, and this book was called how it went down and very topical for today's day it's essentially about a young black man in a hoodie gets gunned down by a white man with a gun but the whole book jumps from family members witnesses people who hear about the story uh, people from the gang that the kid is supposedly a part in um, cops who are investigating and so the whole book you never fully get the real picture of what happened between the two individuals Mm -hmm. um because no one ever will other than the p unless you were a perfect witness in the place because even then if some people are a witness some people sometimes stir the truth a little for biases and so this book does a really good job of painting the real world of those situations um i it was i I think she said it was loosely based off of the Trayvon Martin incident. Um, I don't know. I just know it came out, I think, around a little after that time. Mm-hmm. And so um, it really stuck with me. And so I actually rebought it because I gave it back to the school. Um, and I recommended it to Jenna before. But it's one that I, it's an easy read because it is a, a YA book. But yeah. And there are even some chapters that are different. Like one chapter is done as the 911 police report call for the incident. So it's as like the record of of that call with the 911 operator interesting yeah and the reason that he brings that up um if any of you don't know the hate you give it was a really big book and also movie uh pretty recently was it last oh, year yeah, it did get ma- it did get before? made into a movie i think i think the last year or maybe like the end of 2018 yeah so pretty recently but not within the last six months but obviously a very interesting and I think important read about a pretty controversial topic right now. Um, For any of you that don't know it, The Hate You Give is about a young black woman in high school who her friend is driving her home after a party and they get pulled over by a police officer and her friend ends up getting shot and he doesn't make it. And a huge part of the story and the plot and what drives it forward in this particular book is she actually goes to a pretty wealthy 
I'll say primarily Caucasian high school. And so it kind of goes into how she feels about when she's home in this not so great neighborhood versus how she feels when she's at school and kind of putting on different personalities for that and how she is dealing with this death and being the witness to this death while still trying to be the version of herself that's at school. Um, So it's really fascinating. Again, not a light, fun read that you pick up on a weekend, um, but I would definitely recommend it. And isn't there maybe maybe not a sequel, but like a spiritual successor by the same author? I know there's... Yes, on the come up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I haven't just, I read that one. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know... I, I knew The Hate You Give was tied to that, but I guess I didn't know the exact setup, so that that's probably one I should check into too. I, I, I've just yeah. seen it everywhere and most recently I remember seeing all the movie cover versions and like no I need the real art and so but yeah some reads for some some very topical top topical days yes Um, and again books with that kind of topic the book I mentioned earlier about the current virus situation these books are not going to be ideal reads for everyone and they're not going to be even reads that would be necessarily healthy for everyone to read right now So don't pick up these books if they're not going to be healthy for you mentally or emotionally. Just kind of keep those things in mind. Well, and to maybe now, maybe now go into the opposite. What are some books that you're planning or maybe looking at for, uh, for personal choices? Let's see. Once a month, again, on Instagram, I head a book club through an account called Literally Shelved. Uh, and so I read or I lead the romance book club every month. So this month we are reading one to watch. I have to get the Target sticker off. The big Target sticker off. Yeah, <laughs> those always bug me, but they never come off cleanly. And why do you put it on the front? Put it yeah. somewhere else or back, don't put a sticker on it. <laughs> Just something. You, um, the price tag can say 20% off. It, and it does. The price tag says 20% off on yeah. the shelf. So why do you need to put it on the book? I don't know. <laughs> They like it being there so that everyone comes over and judges you by your bookshelves and know hey, that you bought it at Target. We're giving you um, deals. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, if you look, if you're watching on YouTube, there's also something on the cover itself that says the it's Target a Target Club, Club pick. pick. Yeah, I have so that you don't need a sticker with that. <laughs> I don't know. Rant over. Pep, putting away my soapbox. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this month, my book club is reading one to watch. I'm very excited about it. It's kind of a spoof of The Bachelorette a little bit, where it's this woman trying to find love on a TV show, and it's a kind of behind the scenes of that, and it's supposed to be really, really funny. So I'm I'm really excited about this one. I think that's about... Oh, actually, let me run and grab one other one that I'm reading this month that you will get a kick out of. Oh, is this the one we... uh, Is this the one that... You, you sent me a, a picture of? No, I have that one on audio. Oh. Um, I haven't been sharing audiobooks because they're all on my yeah. phone and I don't have all the information <laughs> in front of me. They're not quite as fun to like hold up the phone and be like, look. But that one I'm very excited to listen to. I showed it to Nick too. And he was like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah yep. Yep. Right. I, w- I would listen to that. <laughs> um, but this one is called A Star is Bored. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, this young man who becomes a personal assistant for a very wealthy and famous 
starlet in Hollywood. And it's pretty loosely, but slightly based off of the author's experience as Carrie Fisher's uh, personal assistant. No way. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited about this one. I got this one sent to me, and I was hoping to read it in August, but I didn't get to it. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited. That seems like one that I'm going to enjoy a lot and is, again, supposed to be really funny. So that will... Yet- Again, like like you said, check in episode next month. I'm sure I will have oh, yeah. more information on that one. Well, just knowing the type of woman that Carrie Fisher was, because uh, mm-hmm. she, she, she was very open to the public about who she was. And so to know that this guy's got some insight of a little bit more of who she was and to base a story off that, that, can't, that, that just has to be a riot. Yeah. Uh, a, a very enjoyable riot. I, I may want to look into that one. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Maybe once you're back stateside, you can borrow it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm very particular <laughs> about my books. Oh, yeah. For me, uh, there was a book I actually came to Germany reading, so it was a year ago, but I stopped because, like I said, I would just get distracted or other focuses. I was starting a new job here, and so I kind of just was like, I'll restart because I wasn't too far in. I think I was only about 30 or 40 pages into the book. And the book is massive. It's I think it's almost like it's it's between five and seven hundred, I believe, somewhere in that range. Two hundred's a big range. Um, <laughs> but it's the Fireman by Joe Hill. Um, Joe Hill. One. Joe Hill's the author of Horns, which was turned into a movie with Daniel Radcliffe. I was gonna say um, I know of the movie. Yeah, um, he's actually the son of Stephen King, but he goes by another alias. Oh, and so he writes thriller slash horror style books and so the fireman is a a post-apocalyptic series about a disease that when you get it basically you kind of get the, it comes from a flower but it takes over because it's an infection where it's it starts to come on you like a sparkling glowing tattoo and at any moment you might just combust into flames is that's the disease and so it spreads like a wildfire not trying to be funny um and what ends up happening is the main character is a woman who ends up getting pregnant she gets the disease while she's pregnant and it's about her trying to survive because the father abandons her swell guy Um, (laughs) but the fireman is someone who she met when she was working in the hospital who is some british guy dressed in a fire suit to stay protected from it and is basically kind of being this vigilante within the post-apocalypse it's very interesting because because the disease spreads by touch so like if you had the wicked tattoo i can't touch you um and so it's somehow where she crosses paths in the beginning and somehow in the story i guess ends up in his care but he wants to protect her because she's carrying a baby and you don't know though Will the baby get it because she's infected? Will mm. the baby be immune or this? So it's almost like this Terminator-esque, we've got a protector. And so I think the book follows a nine-month timeline of this str- this dark stranger protecting this innocent woman who basically wouldn't survive on her own in this new world. But it's massive, uh, dark and twisted looking, but I, I remember wanting to read Horns. I have it. I've seen clips of the movie, but um, I, I just that that one the cover really stuck stuck out to me because the cover really is almost like it looks like wood burnt down, 
but the the charcoaled wood makes the pictures of the firemen and the flames and it, mm. it's it's a very beautiful cover Interesting. but it just looked like it looked like this great epic and I, I got started I was like yeah and then I got here and I was like I'm too busy to read a 700 page epic so I'm gonna put that to the side right now but maybe I'll make myself free to do it and what have you been watching what give us one uh tv show movie or marathon of movies uh kind of a lot just because give us one I, I know, I'm trying to narrow in because we did a lot of TV shows and we've been doing a lot of movies recently, so I'm trying to remember what was the... Um, I will say, disappointedly, as a Star Wars fan, we actually just finally watched, almost a year later, The Mandalorian. See, we haven't watched that one yet. It, it's interesting because I, I would recommend it as a Star Wars fan to check it out, but because with Disney+, Plus, I, I hate them for it. They do weekly, like old TV used to do. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll wait till it comes out. Um, but, what's, but what's really nice is that those episodes are only like half hour to 45 minutes long, so you don't feel like you're investing a lot into it. It's very easy to just watch an episode. Um, total, the entire eight episodes come out to like a four-hour movie, so you could do a sit-down if you had nothing to do. Sure. Um, it's very much like a Western style. Uh, people compared it to like Saturday morning cartoons where each episode feels like an isolated event, but it slowly peaks into the next. Um, but yeah, I just I just never felt the need to watch it. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I got my grandparents to watch all of Star Wars for the first time, really. They had only seen the originals. And my grandmother loves a fantasy story. So I was like, hey, there's more Star Wars on Disney Plus, And we binged the whole series in two days. And so... <laughs> And, and they just announced the season two will come out end of October. So fun, fun. Nice. Let's see, Nick and I, we've been really tired lately. By the time Same. he gets home from work, we just, we don't really want to watch too many things that we have to focus on. So <laughs> mostly we've been watching some kind of trashy TV. We're, we're watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills oh, right now. Oh, God. But I would say our main watch recently we decided at the very beginning of the year, before the world fell apart, that in 2020 we were going to watch through all of the Disney animation movies. Uh, <laughs> so including, I mean, we watched when they were doing uh, World War II propaganda videos. We watched those. We watched the straight to VHS sequels. Uh, we've watched just about all of them we're actually nearing the end of the list it's the one thing that quarantine has been good for is our oh, disney God. watch through um i believe the last one that we watched was frozen oh so you're real caught yeah, up yeah we, we're in 2013 2014 so that's pretty cool We've there's been doing not that. much left after that do you mm -hmm. are you counting pixar we are yeah okay so and we're then, including then there's, then there's um, a bit the live action remakes that include computer animation so like um the new jungle book where technically it's a live action yep. remake but it's computer generated right 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 we're including those um so we have a handful still but we're actually getting really close to the end of that which is wild we've had a then couple of weekends where we just sat and watched disney movies <laughs> for two days straight we are gonna have to cough up 30 bucks then because mulan just came out on disney plus today yep, yep yeah we are probably gonna watch it tonight if we can set it up in the hotel <laughs> oh there you go there you go 
Well, and I do, I do find that as an interesting thing, little sidebar for starting with these streaming services. Like, I think mm. it's smart to kind of get these movies onto streaming services since theaters are being iffy. Mm-hmm. And at, thir- at 30 bucks, I did at first think, well, that's kind of steep. But then thinking about it, I'm like, that's two movie tickets. And it's you unlimited pop- watches. Right. Because After that, you based- can watch it however many times you want. Well, yeah, it's ba- it's basically like, hey, it's going to be free at this time. They've said so December as, as if it came out on DVD. But if you want to watch it early and have access to it early, you can pay the 30 bucks, which you would have paid seeing it plus more for candy and food and concessions and all yeah, that. So, gas to get um, there. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it is worth it if you if you're dying to see it. So um, and I think if I'll you're con- going to watch it even twice, I would say that it's worth it. Okay, so do we want to share where people can find us? Yeah. Start signing off? Yeah, well, let's see. Since you're lead of all the social media parts, I am. <laughs> I've, it's kind, true. I've, kind, I've lost track of how many we have, so I'll, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> we, so I'm, spoiler alert, I'm still setting up most of the social media. Hopefully, yeah. by the time this uh, episode is posted, all of that will be done and ready and good to go. But yes, I. I currently am still in the process a little bit. I don't know why I expected you to have things to share, so I had time to pull this up. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, because you'll you'll put them out more because we were actually re-updating our site because we actually uh, switched platforms um, mm-hmm. just because one was going to be a little bit easier for us to be distributed to more apps and more um, forums and stuff like that. So I actually spent today swapping over our our first episode and its bonus episode over to this new site um we finally got our logo which is beautiful and very very happy about about that yes our logo um either listening to this online anywhere you can find podcasts or if you're watching it on youtube it will be in the beginning and also the profile picture for the account um so our logo was done for us specifically Uh, My friend Alicia, who has an Etsy shop, Alicia Marks It. Check her out. She is awesome. She'll also be linked below, and I have all of the information now. If you want to follow me specifically, I do have a book blog. Uh, You can find that online at tacklingtbr.home.blog or just on Instagram at tackling underscore TBR. And then for the podcast, you can reach us at the same page podcast at gmail.com. Instagram, we're at the same page podcast. Facebook, the same page podcast. Twitter is going to be at the same page pod. And YouTube, if you want to just search the same page podcast, you can find us there as well. That is that is all of our all of our public forums at the moment which yes i'm trying to get dana on social media so that i have something to tag him in the social media for the pod but i only do facebook it's not my fault i've just never been a big social media i'm just going to create you an instagram and make you use it (laughs) so thank you again all for listening to our book club style podcast again i'm dana and i'm jenna Come on back on the 30th of September for our discussion of the Bromance Book Club by Lissa K. Adams. Yeah, and we'll go in for more detail and the full official discussion. So we'll see you then. Bye.